Well, hi everyone. I'm Alex Toth, your host of T-Box Chatter, or the T-Box Chatter Golf Podcast. And thank you for joining me for what is a very special episode. This was recorded last September during the PGA Tour Canada's Fortnite Cup Championship, their Tour Championship. In this episode, I sit down with the Executive Director of PGA Tour Canada, Mr. Scott Pritchard, and Wilson Bateman, or Will Bateman, who you're going to start seeing on leaderboards on the PGA Tour very, very soon. He was a graduate when the Fortnite Cup last year on PGA Tour Canada, and he's off to a flying start this year on the Corn Ferry Tour. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Well, hi everyone, and welcome to T-Box Chatter. I'm your host, Alexander Toth, and I'm on site for the 2022 Fortnite Cup Championship, uh, which is the Tour Championship for, for PGA Tour Canada. And I'm joined by a special guest. Right now I have Executive Director of PGA Tour Canada, Scott Pritchard with me. Scott, thanks so much for taking the time to, to join me today. No problem, Alex, glad to be here. So, uh, I mean, uh, PGA Tour Canada, uh, there's, I mean, the road does begin here, mm-hmm. uh, the road to the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, thinking about, uh, before we get really into PGA Tour Canada, um, let's talk about Scott Pritchard, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, so here you are, you're the Executive Director of the PGA Tour Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your roots before being where you are right now? Well, coincidentally, my, my first job was working for the PGA of Canada. And at the time, in 2003, we ran a nationwide tour event, now called the Corn Ferry Tour. So I started my um, career, as it were, putting up ropes and stakes and you know doing all the sort of the labor uh, around golf events and then ultimately worked my way up. But the reason I say coincidentally is that uh, in 2004, we moved the what was called then the CPGA Championship to Whistlebear Golf Club, which is just down the road. I was going to say, Stone's Throw, isn't it? Right, exactly. And so it's just kind of the coincidence that I'm running into a a lot of people that, and that was almost 20 years ago, um, that were involved with that event and and seeing them, you know, some of them I haven't seen since that event. So uh, it feels good to be back in in the KW region. Um, It's certainly a region that has supported professional golf events in the past, obviously the CPJ Championship, but then the Manulife LPGA Championship. Um, and, and now we're here with the Fortinet Cup Championship on PGA Tour Canada, which you aptly uh, said was the Tour Championship. It's our flagship event, and uh, we feel so privileged to be here at Deer Ridge. And, and now, I mean, how does, it, how does it go from, you know, a place like Deer Ridge getting the opportunity to, to showcase their course and, and host the, uh, you know, an event like the Fortinet Cup Championship? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what does it take to get them yeah. on board with this? So, um, it's interesting. I mean, we the, our tour championship, which was formerly known as the Canada Life Championship, we had played it in London uh, for eight years, and um, our partnership with Canada Life uh, ended. Which you know that happens from time to time. They're a great partner, and we were looking for a new market to potentially have the the tour championship in, and we'd been courting uh, Deer Ridge for quite some time. Oh, you have. Yeah, and 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 it was more about you know when we look at establishing new events. Um, or moving events per se, you know, you look at, we have markets that are circled on the, on the, on the map, right? And uh, 
like I said earlier about Kitchener being a, a, in the area, being supportive of professional golf, knowing that this is one of the top golf courses in Canada, um, you know, it's it's been five years in the making, quite honestly. And, really? And, yeah. And so we're, again, like I said, we're just so privileged to, to be here. So now, as far as PGA Tour Canada goes, I mean, you know, everyone knows, of course, about PGA Tour. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the, it's the uh, you know, it, it's golf. Mm-hmm. In, in a nutshell, it's golf. It's, it's the tour. And then, of course, you know, you mentioned Corn Ferry, you touched on that. Um, what do you want people to know about PGA Tour Canada? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, th- this is a tour that definitely needs more exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I often say is that the players on this tour are some of the top up-and-coming players in the world of professional golf. Since we started PGA Tour Canada formally, when the when the PGA Tour essentially took over, um, we've had 54 players that have made it to the PGA Tour. We have 18 victories uh, by alumni, including four by Tony Finau, who played with us in our inaugural season in 2013. So these players are some of the best of the best in the world, and they have a really good chance at getting to the PGA Tour. And the reason I say that is because at the end of the season, which is this week, there's a lot on the line. The top 10 players essentially earn status on the Corn Ferry Tour with the number one player um, earning full status, two through five getting conditional status, and then six through 10 get in the final stage of Q School. And essentially the two through 10 player will all go to Q School and try to improve their 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 or their status. And so what, what we see uh, and this has happened from a number of players, is that they go from PGA Tour Canada in one year and in with, within 13 months they're on the PGA Tour. Um, players like Nick Taylor, players like Mackenzie Hughes. I mean, the, there's a long list. And, and, you know, Nick is a great example of someone that he played here in 2013, our first season, graduated to the Corn Ferry Tour. From the Corn Ferry Tour, he graduated to the PGA Tour. And within 13 months, he was a winner on the PGA Tour from playing in Canada. So that's how quickly the guys can progress. And and that's why we're getting the top players in the world because they see guys that they know or fellow players that are having success here and then ultimately parlaying that into into a into a you know a great career on the PGA Tour. And you mentioned Tony Finau. I mean, boy, what a year he's mm-hmm. had. Uh, you know, he had what back back wins there mm-hmm. uh, about a month and a half ago or so. Or mm-hmm. I've lost track of of, of yeah. the time, but uh, yeah. some of the guys that are currently out on this tour, I've I've had the pr- the privilege of watching this year at other events. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the likes of uh, Etienne Papineau. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Jake Scott, I mean, that's that, that's the name that I think everyone's going to get to know eventually because uh, a guy that moves that swing doesn't go unnoticed. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the, the list of, of players out there is, is impressive. And not to mention in this week's event, I mean, you have, what, nine Canadians mm-hmm. in the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this year's been been good for Canadians on, on our tour in that it's the most number of Canadians that have ever had status on PJ Tour Canada. We had 43 players that had status. Um Nine of them made it to the to the uh, to the Fortnite Cup Championship, which which was great. We only had three in 2019, and Taylor Pendrith was actually one of them. Wow! Um, so we're we're definitely seeing you know that trend go in the right direction. We have a great partnership with Golf Canada, uh, and provide sponsor invite opportunities for their national team, both on the amateur and pro side. Um, Canadians have uh, we have a, a category within our sponsor exemption list where tournaments have to pick. A Canadian that has status to get into the tournament that otherwise wouldn't. Oh, so we're trying to I, I accom- know that actually. Yeah, we're trying to accommodate, uh, or at least 
provide more opportunities for uh, professional Canadian golfers that are looking to advance their career. And there's, I mean, there's a lot of, of those young up and coming golfers. I mean, Siddharth and Yala Maraju, for example. I mean, he came from out of nowhere, desert, didn't he? On mm-hmm. your on your tour. Well, he played. He played. So we had a Canadian only, if you will, tour last year. It was a, it, We had some international players, but it was largely Canadians and. Um, I had learned about Siddharshan last year and he played, he actually played really well. He had some good finishes and I was very pleased to see him take advantage of the opportunities. I think he played really well in Montreal to, to sort of get his season going and the fact that he was able, he didn't play a full schedule. Um, and so the fact that he was able to, to get into this event was very impressive and he's a, he's an impressive young man. I mean, he's very serious if you, oh. if you, you know, you've been around him, but I like that about him. You know, he's, he's very dedicated to his craft and like so many of them in this field. I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys that, um, that, you know, like I said, will ultimately make it to the PGA tour and, and they know what it takes. I mean, they, they see some of their friends from college or university or, you know, they'll go down to Florida and see a guy and you're like, man, I could beat that guy. Right. So the, so you see a lot of that, but you know, we're we're just so impressed with definitely the Canadians, but all the players in, in this field, you know, every week, the positive comments that we get back about how professional they are, how nice they are, courteous, all those things. And, and that gives us a great deal of pride. And I mean, something like PGA Tour Canada, I mean, it really gives them a chance to, you know, be in the limelight and, and give you that, that, that tour feel. Because, I mean, it is a tour, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but they also get the opportunity to have interviews and, and, and have, have press about them and that as well. And, and that's, a, I think, an integral part of, of their development as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, our, our mantra is we want to provide a PGA Tour-like experience for these players. And, and that comes, I mean, for the players, for the volunteers, but specifically for the players, it's, you know, all these guys are really good players. And, and I, you know, I believe that the, the experience that we give them is an education of sorts and that, you know, having interviews with you and other media that are here dealing with crowds, dealing with volunteers. And, and it's really a, a, we call it a developmental tour yeah. because it is a, it is an educational uh, developmental opportunity. And, and the players that, um, you know, learn how to do that, you know, managing your travel, um, booking hotels, all that stuff that, that maybe, you know, when you're in college, it's all taken care of for you. And then you get out here and you're like, man, I gotta, I gotta figure this out on my own. And so the point I'm trying to make is that the, the guys that figure that out the quickest, typically they have more success because they're, like I said, they're very good. They know how to play golf. They know how to get the ball in the hole, but they have to manage all the other elements, uh, the intangibles as it were. And I mean, and to that end, I mean, just going back a little bit about the college guys, you know, that they remember from college. It was great on the range earlier today. It was uh, Joel Highsmith and mm-hmm. uh, oh, who was the other one? Um, uh, Versic, mm-hmm. and they were sort of bantering back and forth. And Highsmith mm-hmm. said to Versic, uh, "You know, play well today, but not too well." Kind of a thing. Yeah, and yeah. Then the one caddy told me, "Yeah, you know the." They were in college together. They're on yeah. the same team, so yeah. um, you know, which which is great to see. You know, and I mean, these guys get a chance to develop a camaraderie over over the years, whether it's college or through PGA mm-hmm. Tour Canada, and and carry that on through the rest of their career, which is hopefully PGA Tour. Well, definitely. I mean, you, the camaraderie, like you pointed out, that we see with these players, it's a lot different once you get to the next level, right? Like 
these guys are, are traveling together. They're, they're staying in, you know, four guys to a hotel room to try to keep costs down. Cause it, you know, it is expensive oh, to, to play. Right. And, um, so you, I, what I really enjoy seeing is when we go to other tour events, whether, whether it's RBC Canadian open or, or, you know, the players or whatever it might be, um, you tend to see guys that played up here on the big tour playing together. Um, you know, specifically the Canadians, they typically, you know, play together, but you see, I mean, there's a ton of guys, you know, Tony, Kramer Hickok, CT Penn. I mean, they're all, uh, they all uh, look back fondly on their, on their experience up here in Canada. And uh, so it's cool to see. Which, uh, and, and again, I mean, that says a lot about what, what you guys are doing at this level for, for these players, for you, for you to get that kind of feedback and for mm-hmm. them to, you know, think about those days on PJ Tour Canada mm-hmm. or McKenzie or, or right. whichever it was. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, speaking of, of title sponsors and whatnot, uh, Fortnite, uh, they jumped in this year with mm-hmm. you guys. Um, how did that happen? You, you just, mm-hmm. a, a spot open for the title sponsorship or like, how, what yeah. happened there? Yeah, so um, the, the, when McKenzie Investments, so it's been called the McKenzie Tour as you alluded to, um, let us know that they they weren't going to continue and, and again they were a great uh, great partner uh, of PGA Tour Canada we really evaluated the the sale or the the proposition uh, you know what it was and we, and we wanted to reestablish the PGA Tour Canada brand um, and you know because there's a lot of value in the PGA Tour brand as you know right and so we were fortunate enough to um, be led to uh, Fortinet through uh, a friend of mine works for Fortinet and at the time they had announced a partnership with the DP World Tour and they were a title sponsor that had been done uh, on the PGA Tour. A friend of mine uh, works for Fortinet in Canada and so I approached him about this opportunity and one thing led to another and, and we got a deal done. So uh, they've been a great, great partner. Um, you know, for them, they're, they're a company that probably many of your listeners have never heard of. And we hear it a lot on site. People come on site and say, you know, who's Fortnite? What's Fortnite? And people, they love hearing that, right? They're the yeah. largest cybersecurity company in the world that you've never heard of. Um, <laughs> I admit, I had not heard of them until, until uh, at the press release about Fortnite mm-hmm. being the title sponsor. And so they're using this, this, this sponsorship. I think twofold, to, the way to look at it, it, I mean, there's a lot of elements. I mean, it's building brand recognition for Fortnite using the assets that we have from week to week for their salespeople to entertain clients, to engage with their employees. Um, And then, you know, I think what is really important to Fortinet and important to us as well is the charitable uh, elements and and donations that our tournaments make on a weekly basis. And and that's something that, um, you know, they take a lot of pride in being a great community partner. And so do we. And so the stars really aligned on, on those three fronts in particular. Um, and again, it's been a great first year, uh, and we're looking, it's a long-term partnership. So we're going to build off the momentum from this year and, and, you know, make it even better next year and, and throughout the, the next number of years. Okay. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. This is a, this is a tough question and you might not be able to answer it due to, uh, a conflict of interest, we shall say. And no, it's not about that other tour. It has nothing to do with them. Um, so today's moving day at the Fortnite Cup Championship. Mm-hmm. Who do you like? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I know, like I said, it's putting yeah. you on the spot, and I know really you can't... Yeah, no, I mean, 
Thomas Walsh has been playing very well uh, coming into the event. Scott Stevens had a good start to the year and, uh, you know, kind of um, had a bit of a rough patch in the middle and has come back very strong. He finished second last week at the uh, Golf BC Championship. Um, you know, those two players are playing well. Will Bateman's had a really great season. Yeah, he's a great year Canadian. Model of consistency, I would say, and he's a he's a grinder. So, I mean, it's hard. I'm not a – I can't give you a prediction. Yeah. I mean, I'll be happy for, for whoever wins. Right, of to course. Be, to, be, to be fair. Um, I do know that, you know, Canadians, uh, you know, in the lead or, or, or winning – you know, when Taylor played really well in 2019, he had a – he was at one point projected to, to win the Fortnite Cup, yeah. and, um, and and that didn't ultimately happen. Paul Barjon won, but we definitely notice a um, a peak in interest in the tour when Canadians are playing well. Really? And, okay, and, that's yeah, interesting. And we track it through various tools that we have, um, media monitoring, Google searches, you know, things like that. So, um, you know, as a Canadian and, and working, you know, uh, in this in this industry you know it's it it's hard not to cheer for the canadians <laughs> right of but course at the same time like i said earlier the every player in this field has been amazing uh this year and so i'll be happy for for any one of them and i look forward to shaking their hand on sunday awesome well i know you're a busy guy this week uh scott so i just want to thank you for taking the time to talk with me on t-box chatter and uh, boy, oh boy, I'm looking forward to seeing how this all plays out this week. I, I can't wait to see who advances the Corn Ferry. Me too. Thanks, Alex. I appreciate being here, and, and thanks for having me on, and I look forward to doing it again. All right, and welcome back to Kitchener, Ontario, where I'm at Deer Ridge Golf Club. It's Alex from Until the Next Tee, and of course, T-Box Chatter, the golf podcast that you're listening to right now. I'm joined by a special guest here at the 2022 Fortnite Cup Championship, and that is from Edmonton, Alberta, Will Bateman. Uh, Will, thanks so much for taking the time after your round today. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Uh, how was it out there today? Hard. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, this course this course has some teeth. You just uh, all the way to the you know, all the way to eighteen it's just got a lot of teeth. So um felt like I played pretty good and gave myself a lot of looks. I've been driving it really good this week. Um so you know, being in the fairway's been huge. Um but yeah, just just enjoying the course. You know, I was watching you all on the range actually before you went out today and I thought you know what, he's, lo he's looking pretty good uh, out there today. And I mean, we all know there's a lot on the line here uh, this week with it being the Fortnite Cup Championship. And you've probably been asked this question a million times uh, over the course of the week, but I mean, you know, you're, you're you know, on the cusp of going to Corn Ferry. I mean, you're sitting right now, uh, you know, what second place I think is what you're projected as. Um, does, does that really change what you're gonna do on the course come tomorrow? Uh, no, not really. Um, yeah, I, you know, starting, starting going into the week, I, to be honest, I, I kind of had a feeling I, you know, I obviously I knew I locked up my corn fairy card. Um, top 10 was guaranteed. And then, uh, I, I thought, you know, probably top five. So at, at that point you got some starts, right? So that, that's the goal at the beginning of the year. Um, you know, obviously my, my big goal was to win the season. Um, and I feel like I'm in a good spot to do that tomorrow, but, uh, yeah, just fun. Just enjoying it. Yeah. And trying to keep myself together. Like, I just had a great year, you know. I was just going to ask you yeah. about, you know, how you feel about your year. I mean, you know, watching yeah. from, from a distance, which is what I've been doing, you know, I've been seeing Will Bateman on leaderboards and stuff all, all year. I mean, including your win. Um, geez, 
remember what event that was that you won actually uh, hometown event okay I thought it was the Edmonton event yeah, Edmonton, okay. yeah. I thought it was that one uh, I mean what was that, first of all what was that like winning in front of your home crowd yeah, that uh, that one's gonna be tough to top, um, just because uh, you know everyone was there and stuff, and and hold had the whole entire you know city cheering for me, um, and then to chip in on the second playoff goal was just yeah, just a lot of excitement, and uh, you know I grew up watching those guys, you know when I was seven, eight, nine, ten years old, and uh, just to like be in that position to be able to you know um, get a win there was was huge. And that's what I was gonna ask you. I mean, you you, you know you. There you are. You're watching him as a seven, eight, nine year old. You know, you know, in in Edmonton, and, and here you are. You know, you're in in the Tour Championship for PGA Tour of Canada, and I mean, you're you're only a couple off the pace. I mean, you know, we, I mean, we have we have uh, Thomas out there who's uh, doing uh, you know what he does, but I mean, yeah. that has to be so exciting for you to like just come full circle, I guess, in in a, in a manner of speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Jeez, if I look back, you know, a couple of years ago and just how much I struggled and uh, just how hard I worked to get back here, just, yeah, can't even, uh, can't even explain to you what it means. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to say I expected this coming into this year because you really don't. You know, you don't no, expect to I mean, win. I mean, you can't. No, and it's, it's really hard to win at, at any level. I mean, you play on PGA Tour Canada, Corn Ferry, PGA Tour, it's really hard to win. Um, you know, obviously there's the phenoms that win multiple times a year and stuff like that. But, you know, pro golf is just really hard to win. And, and on top of that, I just feel like I backed up, um, you know, the really good play early with some really good play late too. And, uh, you know, I, I've just been really consistent this year. And, um, you know, I didn't miss a cut this year, which is a huge goal of mine. I mean, that's, um, that's, that's massive. Yeah. I mean, that has to just help, help from a psychological standpoint, if nothing else, right? Like you just, yeah. you have the confidence that just goes to the rest of your game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like just, you know, obviously putting yourself in position there on the weekend is huge. I mean, if you can't play the weekend, you're not really going to perform very well. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, but yeah, just, uh, yeah, it's been just, I've worked so hard on my game and, and just, just been really fun. I've really enjoying it. Now, has there been one aspect of your game that you've, that you've really taken into 2022 and really focused on? Um, kind of my mental, I would say. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. For the last, yeah. Yeah. For, uh, yeah. For the last, you know, two years I've been working with, uh, Deborah Graham who works with a couple guys on the European tour and a couple guys on corn Ferry. Um, but yeah, she's kind of helped elevate my game a ton. Um, I feel like I always had the physical talent, but, um, just having the tools to be able to handle pressure and, and handle big situations and stuff like that. I feel like she's been huge for me. Yeah, and I think that's a very underrated thing that, that you know, golfers, you know, whether competitive golfers or, or even recreational golfers or club golfer, they don't really look at the at the mental aspect so much as a factor of, you know, how they can improve their game or, or what they really truly need to work on. And a lot of times it's, you know, that, that matter between your ears, right? Yeah, yeah. I think believing in yourself is huge. Um, and I feel like I've done a really good job of that. I, you know, I felt like I qualified for two Corn Ferry events. Um, earlier in the winter and I uh, got through a seven for one playoff in Dallas to get into the Dallas event and then ended up top 20 and getting into Alabama so just playing those two and, and knowing that I can compete with those guys and that my game you know on a really good week is, is, is good enough to compete out there um, was big and then coming into this season you know um, knowing that I played well on Corn Ferry I think it gave me um, just a lot of confidence coming into this year 
and uh, luckily it's been showing in my scores in my game. Now, um, I was out there on Thursday actually going around for a little bit for the uh, first round. Um, now, is that your mom that was following your group? Yeah. I mean, it looks like she, she lives and dies with every shot of yours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, she does, yeah. Um, she's been traveling a little bit with me this year. Um, I did travel with a buddy, but he uh, ended up not playing the last couple events of the season. So, um, yeah, she's been she's been out there traveling with me. And, uh, yeah, it's just been nice to have you know have someone there and stuff. And, and um, yeah, it's been fun. And collegiately, where did you play your golf? Uh, San Diego State. San, oh, Aztecs, right? Yeah, Aztecs. I was only there for one year. Um, ended up turning pro when I was 18. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so uh, looking back on it, I you know I uh, it, it can go both ways, right? If I you know if I stayed in school, I probably you know I wouldn't have won on Latin when I was twenty two, <laughs> right? Because um, I was, still would have been in school, um, and you know I wouldn't have traveled the world and you know kind of done so much um, prep work, you know, kind of leading up to even this year. And then this is like my tenth year as a professional, and that's crazy. Yeah, which is crazy. And uh, <laughs> you know, if someone were to tell me like you know, when I was 18, it's going to take you 10 years to get to where you want to be. And where I want to be is, you know, obviously I want to be one of the best players in the world, but right. that being said, just to be able to, you know, come into this event, knowing that I'm, you know, moving up a level and, and, uh, that I'm going to be there. It's just, it's been fun. You're getting there. I mean, PGA tour Canada, I mean, it is the road to the PGA tour, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. Now do you have aspirations for you for something like DP as well or, um, definitely in the future. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to play over there. Um, but you know, obviously the goal is to play in America for me. Yeah. Um, closer to home. And, uh, I feel like I, you know, I've played a lot in Florida, so I know that kind of type of grass and, uh, I have done a little I bit of traveling in here, but Bermuda grass. Love yeah, it. same. I mean, I play better on, on Bermuda than I do on bent grass. Believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. So I mean, just uh, you know, you obviously want to play in America, but if the opportunity arose, I would definitely play DP World Tour as well. Awesome. So I mean, we we've talked about you know Will Bateman on the golf course this year in twenty twenty two. Let's talk a little bit about Will Bateman away from the golf course. So. When you're not practicing your game, when you're not, uh, you know, playing tournament golf, what do you like to do? Uh, well, that's a tough one. Um, like to do yoga. Love yoga. Um, really into that. That I kind of got gotten into that a lot more the last uh, four or five months. Um, just uh, yeah, I feel like it's helped my game too because it just loosened up my lower body a bit. Yeah. And I've been able to I think use my lower body more efficiently, um, which has been pretty good. And uh, yeah, just uh, what else I. My, I hang with my pup a lot. Oh, what do you, what do you have? Uh, golden Doodle. Oh, yeah. nice. He's 75 pounds, big boy. Nice. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I like to take him for walks. And, uh, yeah, other than that, um, love music. Nice. But who's your band? Uh, yeah, band. Rapper. <laughs> oh, rapper. All right. Who's your rapper? Uh, oh, there's a, there's a ton. Um, yeah, there's a ton. If I'm naming a few, Game uh, Dot, Kendrick, um, Drake, um, like MGK? Yeah, he's okay. <laughs> he's been going kind of, I don't know. Tough to, it's a tough one with that guy, cause, especially because Megan Fox thing too. I, I, I don't get that part. But you know what, me neither. You I know don't what? get it, but I mean, whatever. Each to, each to their own, you know? So. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Right on. So, so rap, you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, walking the golden doodle. So yeah. that's that that's that's awesome, Thanks. you know, because because I mean that's what a lot of this is too. Like for, for me, it's it's about finding out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we all want to know about you guys on the golf course. 
we all want to know that side. But there's the other side to, to, to all you as well, you know, and uh, that, that's, that's what this is all about. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. So I know that you're a really busy guy. You have a big round coming up tomorrow. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how this all plays out tomorrow and, yeah, and beyond. I'll be watching uh, the name Will Bateman uh, on leaderboards on Corn Ferry next year an awful lot. So yeah, I'm going awesome. to have fun watching you. And, and, again, thank you so much for taking the time to do this yeah, with me, Will. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate it, bud. So signing off from... Kitchen Ontario from Deer Ridge Golf Club. It's Alex Toth and take care, stay safe, and we'll see you on the next team.